Hello, I am Avery or Hazel or Kylie. Just pick one. Hello, I am Lily. And it is dark in the hole. It if it is. <laughs> Welcome to From the Closet. Uh Today, we are covering Doug Days, as well as pretty much all the, um, up extras. Yeah, um... So. We probably sh We, aka me, should have probably, um, looked at Doug Days beforehand. Yeah, because there just wasn't a lot of content there to, you know, discuss. But, anyways, uh... You can join us... Well, actually, I should probably spin the wheel first um, so that I can, you know, get this further. Okay, so spinning the wheel, we got Rio. Okay. So you can join us tomorrow for Star vs. the Forces of Evil Season 3, and you can join us next week for Rio and Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated Season 2. Nice. So that that should be fun. Um, okay, so regarding Doug Days, there will be a link below for you to be able to purchase, rent, or stream the series. Uh, the link is centered for the U.S. However, if you use the Just Watch app, it will automatically redirect you to your country, and if you use the website, you will be able to change the country on the website page. Um, we will, uh, there will also, also be talking about... Um the extras listed on Up or Disney+. Plus. These will also probably be available on your DVD copy of Up. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's where those uh, clips were taken. Yeah. Um, also, down in the description, you will find a link to Anchor.fm, where you will be able to find links to the podcast on all the other platforms that it is on, as well as links to our Instagram and Twitter. Also in the description is a link to our Patreon, where you can access episodes early, access episodes of our sister show, Off the Shelf, early, and vote on future and episodes. And just generally give us money. <laughs> wow. Uh, I didn't want to say it like that, but all right. Alright, as usual, this, uh, this episode will contain spoilers for Doug Days, if you care. Um, so yeah, with that out of the way, let's get into it. It feels like Doug Days, they're like, hmm, we want to animate dogs more. Let's do this. Yeah. You know, something that I do know about this, this was the last thing Edward Asner worked on before he died. I do remember that, yeah. And something I've so, wondered um, if they planned on more episodes, but that came up. That could be a possibility. Um, so, it, it could also be a possibility that they were just completely done already before. That's true, and the firework episode... I don't know if it was a firework episode, this last one, but the last episode really felt like this is the last episode. Yeah. Um, so, 
a couple of things. Watching the uh, two shorts, uh, not not Doug's special mission, um, the alternate scene of like married life, mm-hmm. as well as the up told by emojis, that really highlighted for me how memorable the like main score for up is and like how recognizable it is. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like on all of those, like guess the animated movie from the music uh, challenges, I'm going to get up consistently every time if it appears there from here on out. <laughs> um, the married life music is really iconic. Yeah, I don't know how different that scene is to the scene in the movie, because I just can't remember the movie that well. It's been several months since we covered it. Yeah, um, same here. I wanted to go back, like, compare, but I just guess just see myself do that. Yeah, see, like, okay, when it comes to the shorts... um, or pretty much all the extras that are listed alongside up on Disney plus. Um, I'm stuck on data right now because like, I no longer have a hotspot. Um, I don't know when I'll get one back, but because of that, I walked to the library earlier today um, and just sat down outside the library because it's Sunday and they're closed. Um, I sat down outside the library and watched all of the extras and then went back home and watched Doug's special mission and Doug days, uh, just, just like through downloads because you can just download them through Disney plus. So I'm a little bit more hazy on the extras because that was a lot earlier in the day. Hmm. Uh, that makes sense. Um, one extra that actually um, I liked more than the others was definitely the one where they talked about Russell. And even... You mean, like, where Russell was literally mainly featured as a character and there was that whole thing of, like, um, there was that whole three-way sort of war going on over a sandwich... No, I mean the one where um, they were talking about Russell's character. Oh, you mean the behind-the-scenes yeah. thing? Okay. I thought you were talking about the episode of Duck Days. I really like how they yeah. shine about having to work with child actors. Yeah, that kid seemed wonderful, actually. Yeah. And like, I'm so used to child actors being... Um, terrible like there's a repu there's a reputation for of child actors just being not fun to work with but this kid uh it must have been good working with him and uh, you know manipulating his voice to sound how the character should literally had him run around and then record a line right after to get him in that sort of that voice frame I just found that so cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also like just find it refreshing that like, they actually use a little boy to record a voice for yeah. a little boy. Because a lot of 
a lot of stuff will just use adult women. And I think it brings Which, a like, lot more to the character. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Avatar The Last Airbender does the same thing. They use um, a little boy, and you can definitely hear his voice start deepening in Season 3, or Book 3. Yeah, I definitely um, like what they did. I like the different concepts that they showed it in that short. Mm-hmm. Def- so, uh, switching... Go ahead. It go definitely ahead. Um, shows you... Um, you know, you've watched something, you only see the final product, you don't get to see you know, how much hours and hours it is just to come up with one character's design and a personality. You know, what is this character going to be? You know, it's a lot more work than right. we think about just character building. Yeah. Um, so, switching gears, I want to talk about the uh, up as told by emoji. Because that reminds me of a couple of things. Hmm. Uh, number one, it reminds... Like, it feels like a video that I would see on YouTube, just like a fan creation. Okay, yeah, I can see it. And that's, yeah, like, that's not a dig. Like, that's not a bad thing. It, If anything, that's a praise for it. Um, but another thing it reminds me of, and this is going to be a weird one, Doodle Jump. You're going to have to help me out with this one. Okay, so it's basically this really weird game where you play as, I don't know, this weird, like, ball shape thing or whatever. And it, it's a cell phone game, and actually, I think it was even ported over to the 3DS. But I have to play it basically, right now. Yeah, so basically, you're going... You're, you play by, like, tilting your phone or the 3DS uh, to either side... And your character just constantly jumps, and you have to make sure it lands on platforms to keep going. Okay. Yeah, it it got really popular when it first came out. Now it's basically dead. No one's... It, I, I mean, I'm sure people are still playing it, but, like, you know, it's one of those time-waster games. Yeah, um, um, definitely fell, fell out mainstream. Like yeah. a lot of, um, old memorable apps. Yeah, I, re- I remember this one getting a lot of traction in high school, and like it, it gained so much traction, it got a 3DS port. So who's surprised? Um, I don't know. The 3DS did get quite a lot of um, mobile ports for whatever reason. Yeah, um, but like this whole. You know, I, I guess you would call it a short, I don't know, of the movie being told by emojis. I guarantee it's better than the emoji movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah. On to the actual Go topic ahead. of Doug Days. I like, it kept my favorite thing about Up, which is how Doug it still acts like a dog. Rather than 
you know, how a lot of other animated movies with dogs treat them like not dogs, but more human. Even live action um, stuff, like, if the dog can talk, it doesn't, they don't really treat it like a dog anymore. Um, particularly one case I can think of is the, uh, the Disney Channel sitcom Dog with a Blog. Hmm. That, that one, uh, Stan, that's the name of the dog, doesn't really feel like a dog. Um, just feels like another character. And here, um, uh, with the firework episode, I knew exactly where this was going. <laughs> yeah, I saw where that was going, too. It's not hard to predict that. And this is also coming from a background of someone who owned a dog. I would react eh, just a little bit better than that. <laughs> there was definitely a lot of pacing around the room or whatever. Oh, a lot of clawing. If he was in a room where he could not get out of. It, it wasn't pretty. So, so a weird thing I want to touch on is that Duck Days potentially has some weird repercussions on the Pixar theory. I want to hear it. <laughs> and it's mostly because of Russell. Huh. So, Russell creates colors that enable humans to understand some other animals other than dogs. Um, I think there was a snail, a squirrel, a fly, and a bird. Yeah, um, he, ne he never actually made it a collar for the fly, but the fly just flew close to the collar and it worked. Ah. Regardless, that potentially has repercussions on the Pixar theory. Not major ones, but if Charles Muntz... It, it was previously stated that like Charles Muntz was pretty much the only person to have created this technology, but now we have Russell also creating it. There's potential for more people to figure it out. I feel like the only reason why... Uh, Russell was able to do it was probably um, reverse engineering you know the um, collar that was already on Doug yeah um, like I said it, it, it's only potential repercussions and even if they're even if they're there, they're not major. And even if they were major, it's called... It, it's the best trick in the book, turning a blind eye. <laughs> yeah, because this is Doug Days. You could potentially write it off as not canon. Something I've also noticed is that um, they took the blimp... And they sold it. 
Which I find, I find that a little bit interesting. I don't know why, but, um... I guess we now know what happened to that big blimp. Uh, that... Oh god, I forgot what the antagonist's name was enough, but... That he had... Charles Munz. Yeah. It's funny, because we recently covered another movie with a character named Charles. God, remind me again. X-Men. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, um... So, the episode with the, uh... With the weird smell that Doug was chasing, and yeah. it ended up being a fire. Like, that one actually was probably the most interesting to me. Because I was like, what the hell is this design for this smell? And it kind of got me curious what it could be. Um, Smoke out of fire. Yeah, yeah. Make, the thing about it now, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, the design still seems weird that they used... Um, but I think yeah. it's m mostly supposed to be, like, a mystery smell, like, because, you know, he didn't really know what it was. Yeah, and then there's the whole, like, argument between him and Carl over digged Doug. <laughs> okay, that, I'll be honest, that did get a little, that did get a chuckle out of me. Yeah, um... I think the first episode, we had the bird feeder thing. Yeah. And uh, Doug trying to stop a squirrel from getting the bird seeds. That actually reminded me of, like, Mark Rober videos. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the videos where he creates, like, elaborate mazes oh, I for seen, uh, squirrels. Yeah. He, he does them, I think, every year. Um, mm. Like, just once every year. And they're really cool. I enjoy watching them. I remember watching... I watched the one with the... Um, the Volk um, full of acorns. I mean, I think all of them have a Volk full of acorns. Oh. It was the one that was supposed to be like a spy movie. But yeah, uh, I, I that that's what that episode made me think of. And then, of course, the whole episode, like the dog, of course, just tears up everything. Somehow not waking Carl through all of that. Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised, but, you know, he, he's a heavy sleeper. Um, he's old. <laughs> so... I gotta say, I didn't really, um, I didn't really enjoy this as much as, uh, I, I didn't really enjoy this that much. Like, it was okay, I didn't hate it, but, like, I'm not a dog person, so this really didn't do that much for me. I don't know, I really did enjoy this, um... You know, I have two dogs right now. Um, one of them is sleeping in front of me. Question, had you seen this before? No. 
In fact, I'm pretty sure the entire existence of this episode proves I have not seen this before. We've covered stuff that you've seen before. No, I mean the fact that we're covering something so short. Oh. Yeah, um... Well, we probably should have done more research. That's why, like, when I put, like, Tangled Ever After on the wheel, even though that is 50 minutes long... No, sorry, before Ever After. Even though that is 50 minutes long... Uh, I added on Tangled Ever After. Yeah. Which is like 10 minutes. Because, like, we have to cover those, uh, but we have to at least watch those before we get into Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure, which we will get into both of those eventually. It just all depends on the wheel at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, yeah like, if- I think it's something... Go ahead. Um, I like this. Um, I I think um, a lot of the interactions between Doug and everyone else is very, I want to say human, but it's anti-human. It's dog. <laughs> yeah. It was nice to, uh, it, it, the Russell episode was probably the most interesting for me. Um, I was actually wondering where Russell was the entire time. I guess now we know. They're neighbors. Yeah. So, um... I think pretty much... Do you have anything else that you really want to say? Hmm. Yeah, I feel like we're not touching on something. Oh, well, we could I actually mean, talk um, more about that um, that short. As we talked to Specify. <laughs> specify which short. Oh, the... Um, the one about Doug just before the events of Up. Okay, see, that one's interesting. I, I feel like that's one that you can expect to see on, like, some of those Pixar Theory videos where they try to work in all the shorts. Like, that's one you could expect to see, and it also doesn't take any effort to fit in. I mean, you knew exactly where it happened. It, it takes place in the middle of Up. Yeah, like, it's just right in the middle of up. <laughs> it's not hard to figure out. It's one of those, like, Jack-Jack Attack and The Legend of Mordu and 22 versus Earth. Very, very simple explanation. No thinking required. Mm-hmm. I was able to turn my brain off when it, I thought about, um, you know, where this took place in the movie. But then you have weird shorts like Lava and Lifted that I don't know where you put. <laughs> Just to be fair, I'm not someone who tries to work in all the shorts into the Pixar theory because I just don't care. Just aim. Uh, just take a dartboard and blindfold yourself. <laughs> 
Jerry's game is an interesting one. I don't know if you've seen that Pixar short. It was actually the first one they ever made. Um, so Jerry's game is a short where they uh, basically they animated an old guy playing chess oh, with I've himself. Seen that one. Yeah, um, that one's actually been successfully worked in, um, and it takes place sometime either between Toy Story one and two. Or between two and three. I, I don't want uh, to stretch out this episode longer than it needs to be, but there is something um, I want to point out, and just about the general movie of Up. Um, it's just there's something that made me think about it more about this scene of going with Elliot on the hospital bed. To where we have uh, um, Charles alone, or Carl. Thank you, thank you, Brian, for working. <laughs> I don't know if we've mentioned this. Mm -hmm. um, we could have mentioned this in our up episode, but I don't know if we have. Did you know that it is actually canon? This isn't like Pixar theory stuff. It is actually canon that Charles, not Charles, Carl was in love with someone else before Ellie. Wait, really? Yes. This is, this is really interesting to me. Okay, so in, uh, it's either Toy Story 1 or Toy Story 2, you can see that there is a postcard from a mysterious character named Emma Jean. And at some point during Up, I can't remember when or where, uh, but at some point, you also see that same postcard. Hmm. And it took years and years and years before this finally got an explanation, and it was from a director, I can't remember which one, but they said that Emma Jean was one of Carl's partners before Ellie. Huh. I guess it just takes I found that time before you find the one in a poetic way, the one was with you the entire time. Hmm. Makes sense in uh, Disney cinema. Yeah. And then also, just as far as up Easter eggs in other Pixar movies go, um, in Riley's house in Minnesota, in Inside Out, there is a picture of Carl and Ellie at their wedding. Hmm. And it might be implied that Ellie is Riley's aunt. I can believe it. Yeah, because, like, um, Ellie and Riley's mom do look pretty similar. It's true. Oh, yeah, and then it also adds credence to the theory that um, Riley in Inside Out is adopted because um, Ellie and Carl never had kids and neither did... It, it, the, there's also a lot of good evidence that Riley might not be... Uh, 
actually the biological child of her parents in Inside Out. There's a whole video about that on YouTube that you can check out. Yes, we're so close to three minutes. Um, uh, we could also say stuff about like we didn't say in the original up. I mean, I pretty much covered everything that I wanted to say that I did that I know I didn't say in the original up hmm. uh, episode. Which, by the way, you guys can check out somewhere in the playlist. That, like, either it's linked down below in the description, or you're on a platform that isn't YouTube, and you can just click on the name of the podcast. Um, I was actually, before this, I was watching a video explaining on how the um, villain of Up, um, Charles, can be justified in a way. how he spent his entire life searching for this one thing. He didn't even want to kill it. He just wanted to take it and show it back, proving it's real. Now, yes, he was crazy. I don't know. That's just what the video claim. What do you think? I think it's kind of weird, especially since, like, that bird creature, I think it was looking after a family, yeah, it was, was it not? Yeah, so to take it away from its family likely means that its family would have died. It, the video said something about how, you know, the birds would have a father as well. Though, of course, that's not really how birds work, so. Yeah. So, uh, do you really have anything else that you would like to say? I think we have now covered just about everything, um, at least just about everything we have watched. Yeah. Um, hey, look at that. We actually did make it to 30 minutes. Yeah, that would probably be under but, 30 minutes after editing. Uh, no, probably not. I don't edit. I don't edit out a lot of silence on shorter episodes. Oh, okay. It's only on longer episodes where I bother. So, before yeah. we started recording, and I didn't ask more about this, but you had more of an exasperated um, discovery of that there's actually critic ratings on this. It wasn't really exasperated. It was more, like, kind of shocked that there are critic ratings on this. Yeah, I'm just like, what? Yeah. So, IMDB gives this an 8.1 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 100%. They must have really liked it. And that just means that... At that just means that everyone on Rotten Tomatoes rated fresh and nobody rated rotten. It doesn't really mean that anybody thinks this is perfect. That makes sense. I can definitely see why everyone would see this as a good series, not everyone seeing this as perfect. Yeah, like, and also, it may just very well be the possibility that there weren't very many votes in general. That makes sense. 
And then 88% of Google users liked the show. Good. Good show. Um, I guess we're also rating for everything we've watched. And I... I don't think that's really necessary. We can just rate for Doug okay, Days. Okay, yes, we're rating for Doug Days. Um, as far as, you know, Disney shows go, this is a good one. Um, not much there, but it doesn't have to be. It's basically just five um, shorts that are very um, happy, wholesome. They're Time killers, really. Um, so I'm gonna go with a, you know, an eight. You know, part of me has been thinking the entire time. I don't know why this needed to be a mini series. Like they've done a couple of dozen car shorts. I don't understand why these couldn't have just been five separate. Up related shorts. And may just has something to do with if they were planning on a second season of more episodes. Maybe it was just marketing trying to get people to watch them. Or that too. I don't know. But yeah, um, like I said, I'm not a dog person, so this really didn't do much for me. So I'm giving it 6.5. It was fine. Fairly inoffensive, but nothing particularly great. So, I don't really feel like rating it higher than that. So yeah, um, like I said before, you can join us tomorrow for Star vs. the Forces of Evil Season 3, and you can join us next week for Rio and Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated Season 2. Cool. And, uh, with all that said, I've been Avery, that's been Lily, and we'll be seeing you sometime in the near future. <laughs>